Friday, November 17. Ellen White has written, Jesus did not consent to sin. Not even by a thought did he yield to temptation. So it may be with us. Christ's humanity was united with divinity. He was fitted for the conflict by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and he came to make us partakers of the divine nature. So long as we are united to him by faith, sin has no more dominion over us. God reaches for the hand of faith in us to direct it to lay fast hold upon the divinity of Christ that we may attain to perfection of character. From the Desire of Ages, page 123. At our baptism, we pledged ourselves to break all connection with Satan and his agencies and to put heart and mind and soul into the work of extending the kingdom of God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are pledged to cooperate with sanctified human instrumentalities. From the SDA Bible Commentary, Volume 6, page 1075. A profession of Christianity without corresponding faith and works will avail nothing. No man can serve two masters. The children of the wicked one are their own master's servants, to whom they yield themselves servants to obey, his servants they are, and they cannot be the servants of God until they renounce the devil and all his works. It cannot be harmless for servants of the heavenly king to engage in the pleasures and amusements which Satan's servants engage in, even though they often repeat that such amusements are harmless. God has revealed sacred and holy truths to separate his people from the ungodly and purify them unto himself. Seventh-day Adventists should live out their faith. From Testimonies for the Church, Volume 1, page 404. Questions for discussion. Number one, although we have these wonderful promises of victory over sin, we all, even as born-again Christians, are aware of just how fallen we are, of just how sinful we are, and of just how corrupt our hearts can be. Is there a contradiction here? And number two, our salvation rests only in that which Christ has done for us. But what dangers arise if we emphasize that wonderful truth to the exclusion of the other part of the salvation, that which Jesus does in us to transform us into his image? Why do we need to understand and emphasize both these aspects of salvation? Thank you.